going to VAR. They're checking. <laughs> hey, Connie. Check complete. Let's head over to the bar. Yo, welcome back to VAR Bar Podcast. I am your host with the most, Andrew. Uh, <laughs> what up, what up? <laughs> what up, what up? Um, and I'm joined here with the uh, main cast again. Um, slightly less of us. Mr. Preskikas here, Big Charles here, Broke Boys here, Jay Mace is here, Tosin, Shaw Ditch Bandit is here too. Come on. All right. Um, so, yeah, it's been a big week in football, man. Big week. Mm. A lots, of, lots have happened. Um, slowly but surely, the games are coming up again. Um, this week, you know, a couple of big teams played. Um, then the Danny Gosling incident as well. Does anyone uh, want to yeah. touch on that? I can give a briefing. Basically, John, what happened? Basically, Jonathan Moss provided a, a sarcastic <laughs> comment to Dan Gosling in regards to Bournemouth's uh, relegation plight. Uh, to be honest, I quite liked it. Um, but a lot of other people are thinking, yeah, yeah Moss should have kept it professional, should have said nothing. To be, to be honest, yeah. I, I, I feel like Dan, Dan Gosling, he, he needs to pull his skirt down a bit man like because yeah. Yeah. um the, the, the amount of abuse abuse yeah that these refs go through like yeah. week in week out like the, the comments that he said were, were said in a, in a in a banterous way fair enough they're in a in a bit of a dire position in the league however you know there was nothing abusive malicious there was nothing racial you know you know these kind of things that like are big um are big or would be considered big things yeah i yeah. mean i think he said like um uh, your team's having one, like yeah, yeah. basically, basically insinuating that they're having a mayor in the league, innit? Like mm. things like that. It's just it wasn't know, even that, to be honest. I think I think what um, Dan Gosling was just at in him in regards to a decision, mm, and he was yeah. basically saying that yeah, you've been you're 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 basically the reason why we're struggling, basically, because you've been giving up more decisions um, against us. And he's think, yeah, and Dan Gosling basically and the ref, John Fomas basically said like, now nah, you're your own basically enemy. Sure, yeah, cool, and we're saying your your, your team's having a mayor. He's con- <laughs> but yeah, again, I, the the way I the way I see it is just like just grow, get get over it, Dan Gosling, man. Yeah, like, I, I honestly, football, <laughs> I have no idea what Dan Gosling was hoping to gain out of uh, yeah, me, man. Re- out revealing of it. it because yeah. I mean they're they're in a bit of a rut. They're struggling in the league. They need mm. to get results, and he's talking about like some discussion that he's having with the referee. It's just bringing bad. Um, Press. A press to, to Bournemouth. I mean, it's, if anything, it's actually highlighting how bad yeah. they're actually playing. Yeah. Especially if the referee's bantering, bantering them about how bad they're actually playing. It's funny like, because I mean, they was actually covering this as well, like here in Germany. <laughs> because here in Germany, when like a player gives them basically any lip, you get a card straight away. Like mm-hmm. the referee would not even engage in a war of words with you. They would just give you a card. But it doesn't seem to be the case in um, in the Premier League unless the, they're proper I don't know yeah it's like the threshold is, is a lot Jacker. higher everything he says is just fuck off this fuck off that <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> but that's the thing like, I think that like, referees are not like I think it's, it, it comes down to the age old debate where it's like how much are referees meant to be a part like because I feel like referees are always on the periphery they're never seen as like inclusive in football in it so like I think this is good for the like good for the game like it shows that like there's no, of course, like the referee's job is to like uphold 
the the laws of the of the game, but mm-hmm. like they're involved in the football too. Like they, they, yeah. they, they you know I mean, their decisions like are just as important as a. Do you know what I mean? So like, is it like, yeah, why not? If you're gonna give sticks to the referee, why can't you give it back? Like, it's yeah. but it's like you know how you justify it in a real way. Yeah. <laughs> For real, yeah. And then, obviously, the biggest news of the week was um, a big shockwave a couple of days back in regards to Manchester City mm. and their ruling that they should be banned from the We thank God. We thank God. This comes up. Everyone licking their lips. Who's <laughs> <laughs> getting this, that fifth, though? <laughs> this comes, after, obviously, after a long investigation in regards mm. to um, deliberately misleading UEFA over the value of their sponsorship deals in order to meet FFP rules which requires basically clubs, clubs to break even, in it? Mm, yeah. So this was basically, this information was basically re- revealed, if I'm, not, if I'm correct, two years ago, in 2018, by Football Leaks. Um, yeah. They had a whole dossier. Uh, what's that guy's name? Rui Pinto, man like Rui Pinto. Mm. He was the hacker, yeah. basically, that hacked several emails, all of their emails, and that just revealed everything to Football Leaks, basically. Um, of course, um, this is the ruling that UEFA gave. Uh, Man City came out and said that they're going to appeal this to the Court of Arbitration of Sport. Uh, so, yeah. What do you guys think? It was big news, man. It's Very massive. But, news. like, let's be honest. Isn't it? They've released news that, like, we've all been... We just never really had a justification around it. But where have, like, where have City come from, innit? They're still a little team. Mm-hmm. And, like, what, how is it that they, in, in a year, a few years investment, they can make that club that successful that they're spending their own money? Of course not, man. They, that, that, all of that news wasn't surprising to me. The only thing, it had just taken too long. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, it needed a thorough investigation, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. The thing You've is, be sure, I, it? yeah, I think the thing is, at the time as well, um, there were calls for the Premier League to take action as well. But obviously, mm-hmm. they wanted the UEFA to rule before. They have to uh, now, though. The Premier yeah, League so has now, to stand up now. So now the Premier League will do their own investigation mm. in this matter. And the streets are saying they might get their points deducted from, mm. obviously, when it started, which was, mm. like, um, the 2013-14 season. But what actually happens with that? Like, what, what, what's the procedure? They'll, they'll name the someone else it's, champion. At the, at the moment, it's just rumours because I've heard points deduction from that season. I've heard right. they're going to be dropped down to League 2. I don't think they'll touch that season. I think they'll... No, they'll I don't think they'll touch that season. I think what, they'll, 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 what, what Man City are yeah. crying out for, if you're going to deduct points deducted this season, not next. Yeah, that's what they that's want. That's what they're crying. But really, I think it would just... It would, it would, it would be next season and poss- yeah. possibly. They'll probably um, start with like minus point. six or something. Like minus, minus six, six. <laughs> boy. No, they're they're doing a Juve, boy. They're dropping down to. Oh, you know, Juve guys relegated. actually. So you guys actually think that they will relegate? That's what. That's what you guys nah, think. That, I, I think. I that's think, the I think it's side. evidence that so is so strong that they can't really rebut it, and they that's don't a, have. That's, that's what I'm you know, thinking you, as well. Do you know what they said they've done? Like they've literally said that they basically have been doctoring the sponsorship, like how, how they basically put it through. Like yeah, that's basically mad, they're paying. Basically, they're paying their own money into the club. That's you know how crazy that is. Like, if it's as serious as what we think it is, then the maximum penalty must must stand. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The thing is, yeah, 100%. because that two seasons, UEFA, it sounds like they're sure in it because they took their time to investigate this. Mm, they, they have to be to come this out on a random it? Thursday or something. Yeah, a random day. Man, I was just on my way home. Yeah, innit? Bro, I was, I was still at work, man. Oh my like god! I, yeah. Like I said, with the amount of money City has, I don't think this matter would go down. to like the extremity like being um, relegated I don't think so that's a a good segue actually from what you're saying because City Uh, apparently have done their own investigations into other clubs that are um, basically that are that what City has been accused of PSG are sweating right now 
Juve and Bayern are the main two that they're saying, yeah. okay, if you're, if you're doing this, yeah, if you're doing this to yeah. us, Juve and Bayern have been doing the same thing, so look into them as well. So, yeah, oh, so with, the, with the amount of money City has, I just think what they'll do is just stonewall with the, with lawyers. They'll stonewall this matter yeah. until someone just says, it won't, you know it won't, yeah, it won't stay to you, I think. Yeah, this that's what I think City would do, which is a smart thing to do because they can't afford to take this. If they do, that means they're losing all their players. Facts. Yeah. They're, uh, they're not I mean, lawyer. Of the... People are saying that as well, though. <laughs> Everyone will kick for free. They've got to go. Yeah. Yeah. You, you, you I'll take like... thank you. Bro, he's going <laughs> by in anyway. But you've been hearing, you know, like there was a... Um... There was an interview that happened, I think, a week back where um, Agrero and Pep individually had been like, asked, like, what's, like, what's the aim? And then obviously, I think Agrero even went as far to say, um, yeah, like, we've, I've won the league a few times now. Like, the only thing I think about now is the Champions League. Mm. So this is massive in terms of, like, the backlash is going to have on, like, their, 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 yeah. their sets of teams, especially these players now where, like, some of their, their futures were already uncertain and, and now this is happening. Yeah, it's even the one. manager as well, Pep, yeah. he's looking to... He's not staying, no it's way. A, it's a bit embarrassing, man, for the players. Yeah. Because obviously, players and managers, they're not involved with this at all. This is just yeah. board, board level. So it's I a bit Pe- like... I see Pep going Barca, back, back to Barca. Nah, yeah. I, see him, I see him doing the international team, man. <laughs> I think he's done with the club. Too. He's going to do a Del Bosque, man. We'll I think he would just go to the Italian league. Why not? Like, he's done. He's probably just do the round. You've got Juve, in it? Oh no! I see into Milan. I think into into will just say, you know, we're nah, doing something here. Come they all not Conte. Conte is Conte not going is, anywhere for now. Conte's upper yeah. echelon, you know. People yeah. sleep well, on him. More upper echelon than Pep. He, no, he, bro, nah, Conte will deliver. Conte, let me let me tell you, Conte has his arguments in it. Not more um, for me. Pep is number one, but Conte has his arguments, man. Especially if he wins the league with into the season. He was mm. not going to. You, you know the clutch is is, is nah, still. Me, me, I'm Team Conte, man. Mm. I'm Team Conte. Alright, but let's move on to this weekend's game. Um. It's quite um, a few games, big games that went on today. Um, obviously, yesterday was um, Southampton v Burnley. There was a Friday oh, game as well. Norwich, Liverpool, yeah. And there was Friday. Yeah. Um, Ooh, Leicester was 0-0. No, no, it wasn't great. Uh, no, no, no. That, let's, let's discuss that VAR moment just here, man. Yeah. Because that, mm. that, one pissed me off. <laughs> that one that one pissed me off, man. Did it's anyone see man. that? Yeah. He's, he's here, isn't it? Stupid decision, bro. And he was nah. running back from an offside position. Like, it wasn't even like he was getting a ball in it. That's why he was running back from like an offside position. But you, yeah, man, the rules are the rules. He the was rules offside. The, yeah, but... But it's become uh, robotic, isn't it? That's the problem. Like, yeah. It's, it's taking so human... Harsh, so apparently now, apparently they've been have, they're going to have a meeting coming up, isn't it? Where they're going to discuss like, basically adding like a, hu- like a, human, a human fault or so, some sort of like leeway to which in VAR decisions. They like, need the referees on the pitch to decide, man, not like yeah. the VAR. Yeah, but then, but then that's why I've been saying to you, man, that like the VAR thing, we don't really know what's going on with it. Mm. And I don't think the people like, involved know as well. And it's going to be a matter of time until... It's learning on the job. That's yeah, that's right. Yeah, I, yeah. I think they can, okay, they can also make it interesting. At this, at this level. Yeah, at this nah, level, bro. you can't, man. You can't. can't do that. No. I think they should make it interesting to give it to um, follow tennis and give that like um, free calls. So each team has free calls on the air. Okay. That's like, an interesting that make, thing. That will make it interesting. Like to contest so you, it. You, that's what they're doing like yeah, American contest, football. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you can say, okay, we will contest it. But you, you know you have one more call mm. and you either decide. So... Yeah, it's just going to be on the captain to contest it because it can't go to like, the bench because, so you know, much, yeah. you know the, the, the bench obviously has, like, communication, so it can't come from the bench. It has to come from the captain. 
And I think mm. that would make things interesting. And I think, like, like I agree, like, VAR has become so robotic. Like, the, the beauty about football is it's just, like, it's the human errors. Mm-hmm. You need that human errors. But you obviously, you need to strike a balance of human errors versus errors which need to be checked to yeah. make sure that you that you know you're not being cheated and all of that. Agreed. But, I mean, the the biggest, the only main thing that needs technology is the goal line thing, man. That's yeah. the biggest yeah, one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I don't want to be <laughs> that Tevez West Ham thing, boy. That hey, I'll <laughs> never forget that one. That oh, Lampard, Lampard, yeah, the, Lampard the one Germany that stands one. Yeah, that one is just Lampard. horrific. Mm. But Lampard. Yeah. yeah, yeah, but then everyone just makes the excuse that oh, if Lampard had gone in, England would have gone through. No, they wouldn't have. No, right. but no, 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 no. I think goal, it would have made the game just it would have made the game interesting. Plus, it was a yeah. goal. That's that's the that's the that's point. The, that's the oh, yeah, important yeah. thing. Yeah. Okay, so but so let's go on to um today's um last game, mm. Arsenal v Newcastle. Um, four 0 win for the Arsenal. I right. think this is your first time this season that you've uh three three plus goal margin. That you yeah, that's right. our biggest. That's our biggest win of the season. Correct. Biggest win of the season, yeah. So, yeah. Um, talk me through it, Tabs. Um, do you know what? Uh, <laughs> today, um, I was a bit disappointed with the first <laughs> half, if I'm honest. Can um, you can you analyze it for those that didn't watch it? Um, I mean, not really much to talk. I mean, we had possession uh, in the first half, but like they, we weren't really penetrating them, if that makes sense. So it was just side to side. Um, um, Danny Sabeas back in the middle um, but not really much to speak about and I think uh, at the end I watched um, the interview with uh, Saka and Aubameyang and they said like what, what changed in the second half and it was just like what they've been doing the whole season is the intensity so they had more energy in the second half they came out they were taking the game to Newcastle for sure uh, so uh, that's really the main difference um with Arsenal, like since Arteta's joined, it's like we're a second half team, and I'd like to see more uh, from everyone. But um, well done again today. I mean, <laughs> you all know I've been on to Pepe a bit, but um, he came good in the second mm. half after I was slating him a bit in the first half, uh, so he shut me up there. So, uh, um, was this um, Sebayos's um, first game back from like Premier League game? Yeah, first uh, yeah. Premier League game yeah. for a little while. And man, he, he uh, I mean, he, he dominated uh, the second half, man. He was pulling strings in the middle. <clears throat> I mean, big, big so is, uh, obviously, obviously uh, <laughs> was a point of discussion. I know I can hear some uh, sarcastic comments. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to ignore those. Oh, um, wow. I, I, like I said, we discussed it uh, a couple of pods ago. And That's the last podcast, reason, I believe. Was it the last podcast or the one before? Like, yeah, way, the last podcast, I, yeah. Either way, for some reason, uh, certain members of the pod thought, I just seem to be under the impression that um, Ceballos, in the nicest way possible, is done out here. I mean, so okay. in his Arsenal career, he's had probably one bad game that we can like all agree that it was a bad game. Since then, he's been a little bit out of favour. He's been unfit. But yeah. again, I don't want to get too high on Ceballos just because it was Newcastle. It was a home game. We should be taking care of business. But I do think the boy can play. I mean, I do think yeah. if he gets a good, a good run in, in the team, um, he'll have a lot of success at Arsenal. And <laughs> if he does play in the next couple of months, I would love Arsenal to to sign him uh, on a yeah Tolson. I'll take really? I'll take over from there. I'll take over from Tolson. I think what Sabias does is what we we wish every Arsenal player should do, mm. meaning that quick passing. We yeah. love to delay passing. It pisses me off, and it starts with like the back, like Jack with 
Jacker, and if, it goes back even further. That it starts with um, Louise. He tries to do that like quarterback play, which is like you like it's it's frustrating. Just pass the ball, and Spot if you on. see that run player, but you delay the ball, he delays, and that's the thing with Arsenal. When we when we pass quickly, we open open up the the up the opposition, and we 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 are better that way. Mm. So yes, I like Sebias, and I'm actually made a shout this today, and I said. This particular team, Jack minus Jacker, if you can replace him with Torreira, I think this should be our team. For me, sorry, Tabs. Go, go on, Tabs. No, I was just going to say, um, I, I wanted to ask you, uh, Arsenal boys, and some of the uh, guys in the pod, like what they think about maybe potentially Ozil going out of the team, Sabayas playing a bit more. Um, like uh, the camera, and then we bring Torreira in with Xhaka. Because let's face it, Mace, Xhaka is never going to be taken out of the team. Let's just Bro, face it. That's it. For, for, so. me, for me, Tabs, um, that's actually something I said. I said something very similar in the, when we did discuss Sabayos in the last pod. Ozil right. is no longer an indispensable member of the team. He's no longer, he's, I, don't, I don't even consider him a star. He's a luxury. He's the highest paid player at Arsenal, I think. And He's just, he doesn't score, he doesn't assist, he doesn't make the, those through balls that we're used to seeing. He did have one nice reverse ball today, I'll, I'll give him that, but honestly, he has no impact on games. He, That's takes, he's called the, today. T- he takes the occasion. <laughs> I mean, it was, I mean, any, at any level, uh, Dubravka should not, should not have conceded that goal today, but uh, <laughs> no, he for another day. I mean, I don't think I don't think Ozil should be playing for Arsenal Football Club anymore, man. I mean, I'm I'm done with him personally. I agree. I, think I agree. In, t- in terms of in terms of positives, we talk about Saka. Oh my God, he's been great. Yeah, he was a po- he was a good player. He's a really what player, player, man? Good what player. player? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was very good today. Should he in just like touch Newcastle? Just... In terms of Newcastle, what's his name? I'm saying Maximin. He's he's annoying player, but he's so raw. You're just I think with him, it's just yeah, it's just a lot of. Running around, not enough end products, man. Like he was yeah, he seemed he's, to be causing problems. Like he reminds me, he gives um, me, you know, um, Adama Traore vibes. Yeah, first game, yeah, like, like a, raw, a raw version of him, basically. I, like the, I think if he refines his uh, game, he will be a he will be a hell of a player. He has a bit more end product than Adama though, from when he first came. I think definitely. I mean, he hit the post today. He was, yeah, he was, man. He was, he, he, not to score. No, he's, he's good player. A bit more refined player. than anything. But just can I just touch on your earlier point about Sabios? Yeah. So, personally speaking, these kind of games, yeah, Sabayos will always have a field day. Like, the teams that will sit back and just allow him to have the space, yeah. My issue is with Sabayos, isn't it? I think first he takes too many touches, isn't it? Every time I've watched him away from the Emirates, he's been non-existent. How many times have you watched him? I've watched a lot of. I've watched a lot of. Okay, no, one, one game nah, in particular. Today, I watched, today he kept it moving. Man. One, the one game I watched in I particular, I remember it was when Arsenal plays. Don't get me wrong, Anfield's a hard place to go in it, but he was non-existent. But the whole, this is the whole game. Like, there's a difference. There's, okay, there's a name, big difference. Everybody's there's basic, a big difference. Okay, cool, big job, Arsenal fans. Arsenal fans, big name job, me. Arsenal fans, name me. Name me a game, yeah, that you can remember when Daniel Sabalos played away from home and, and, and run the game. Okay, there's a big difference, and I'll tell you. He hasn't, why. He hasn't but, played that there's many. A big, there's a big difference. Firstly, he hasn't played that many, and secondly, where Sabalos takes um, a lot of touches is not necessarily up the field. He takes that touches to bring the ball 
up the field. And by doing that, he has to take more touches. But the thing I like about Tobias is when he takes it, when he's like when he's up the field, he's very much one touch, which yeah. Arsenal players need to do. And he so wants you to do a pass and move I'll, to. I'll, exactly. I, for, I will forgive him from taking too many touches leading up to the, the, the opponent's um, goal, which I will forgive him to doing that. Because I know he's good enough and he, he, will, he, will, he, will, he, he will deliver. But I, Steve, I Steven. can't... Yeah, Go ahead. Stephen, I want to I rebuttal your question with... Uh, I want you to name me, like in the same breath, I want you to name me another game besides the Liverpool game where you thought Tobias had no impact or he didn't play particularly well. Because I feel that Liverpool game, he's just been tarred with the... Uh, he's not good enough, bro. Bro, he's, he was just he's one average. He wasn't good enough for Real Madrid. I feel as if he's been given a fair shot since then. So I'd like to. It's, I mean, it's all I've been saying, saying from it, the moment I wa- I've been saying when I've watched Sabayos here that the guy he's he's very brittle. Like I can't. He's I don't know. I personally I haven't seen enough for him to, for me to think. Yeah, this guy's. But no one has. Exactly. But that's the thing. No one has. No, no, but the thing is, the thing is, we've seen Sabayos before Arsenal, as well, you know. Bro, I know Sabayos. You acting like this is the first time I ever made eyes on him. I know him. I know him. When he was even at Madrid, I said the same thing. Like very pretty footballer. What? But we're talking about Sabayos at Arsenal, though. Are we not? Yeah, okay, but I'm talking about him. But I'm saying even, yeah, but even I play, every time I've watched him play at Arsenal, yeah, good football. Like even today, I thought, yeah, this is a perfect game for him to ball out. Good decision for Arteta to play him. But I guarantee you, don't go away from home and you won't see him touch the ball more than 15 times, rather than play, play him backwards. I, I what, think, just uh, watch it. Sorry, just watch it. Steven, he's not going to kick. He's not going to kick off from here. He's not going to be this special player that you guys think to replace Özil, who was your best, one of your best players today. Like you think that, that Daniel Sabayos should replace? Sabayos has started. Are you joking? Where oh, was better than Sabayos. Sabayos today. Is this guy all right? Sabayos has started eight games this <laughs> Big season. Big chat with the... He started eight games, or in Feb. Nah, he's, he's getting more or less half the season. Like, all right, how, you know what how, how, right. how, how can you base, make a judgment based on eight games? Eight right. starts, basically. Right. How, how, how about this year? How about this? How about this year? End the season, we'll have another topic such as this when we talk about Daniel Sabayos. And I guarantee you guys will not flex your, your opportunity to sign him permanently. I promise you that. Yeah, yeah. I want to move, away. I wanna move away from this Danny Sabayos thing. Can I make just one, one last point, Andy? Go on, Tubbs. Um, my point is um, actually for everyone. What do you guys think? Uh, should Saka stay as a left back? I feel like he's going to have more opportunity yeah. if he yeah, sticks definitely. to that this position. Is, this is what I want to talk about. Well, his opportunity is, man. I, 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 I don't know, you know. I mean... So you'd waste, like to wasted, see him go Wasted back. attacking talent, potentially, me, but he, yeah, how else I, is he going to exactly, get into the team? Because for me, we signed Kieran Tierney, um, Kieran Tierney for a reason, so I feel as mm. if Kieran Tierney needs the opportunity when he's fit to obviously have a run in, have a run in the team in his naturalised position. Obviously, um, Saka is a naturalised winger. We can see that. Great, great little fi- uh, footwork for the second goal. Um, he needs an opportunity again, maybe out wide, where Aubameyang is playing. I hope we can kind of get into that today as well because I think a lot of Arsenal fans can agree that we're not happy with oh, Aubameyang. Oh, needs to play out on the wing. Unless, yeah. unless you get a better player. I don't know how many times I have to say this. And Tosin, let me talk. And Tosin and Big Chav try to... Try to um, ask me for that particular comment, Andrew. You are Andy, deluded. Listen, listen, Andy. no, no, listen, listen, listen. Let Andy, me explain I pre- myself. I, pre- I prepared. I prepared what I need to yeah, say. Same. So yeah, say. I know you, you have. I know you have. Then, let me. I know then, you have. I'll rebut. Let me. Let me. Let me. Let me. Let me tell you one thing. The thing is, like, you don't have a good enough winger to do what Aubameyang does on the wing. Again, you need all your. Oh, you need all your. You need all your. Nah, he's not. Do, he doesn't do the same thing that Aubameyang does from the wing. 
Let me land, man. Let me land. Aubameyang gets the same amount of chances from the wing as he does up front. What? Emery, Unai Emery, even Wenger, and even um, Arteta now, they're all playing him on the wing. For what reason? They're accommodating the strikers to put Aubameyang on the wing. If they... Because he'll still bang. Andrew, that's Andrew, the Andrew. Thing. That's Andrew, the thing. Andrew, that's Andrew. my point. I think you're, mis- you're misplaying no, 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 the point. No, 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 no. That's Wait. the thing. I, I think you're misplaying the point. I think you think that we're saying, yeah, basically, Arteta's coming to his team. He's realised the players that he has and he thinks Aubameyang can be served better you and I, on the lift. Him on wing but, as well. Because you, they have... Don't Arsenal have very good... Stri- Arsenal have very good striking options. We can't deny that they have blackout. They have um, Nketiah is a good player. I think like they they have okay striking options. Obviously, he thinks he can get Aubameyang still in these goal scoring positions from the left too because Aubameyang is a world class player. But that's not to say that he shouldn't be playing in his actual position. Imagine how many chances you see him on the left. That's why I said at the moment. That's why I said front. at the okay. moment there's no one on the left wing for Arsenal. If Arsenal gets someone in the same mode as Aubameyang. With with a right foot, not left foot like Saka, but with a right foot that can cut I in and bang, then Andy, I, then I Aubameyang would shift to the shift sent shift to the centre. But until that happens, I think there's a there's a bigger question and an answer there. I think the the question is should Saka go to the left and then should Aubameyang move to move in the middle? And I Thank think you. that's where it's headed. Like, and I think that, Andy, that's exactly what would happen. Let me try and break this down for you like as best as possible. So Aubameyang scored a goal today, right? But I honestly didn't think as if he had more impact out on the wing. Bro, his goal was from where a strike would be. Thank you. Let me explain. Okay, let me explain. Let me explain, please. First goal, first goal, Andy, a naturalised winger, Pepe, cuts in from the wing, locks it in, into the six-yard box where Aubameyang didn't come running out from the left wing. He was in... He was already there. He was already there, He even explained that. He explained his position in the interview after the game. Yeah, he did, he did. That was the first goal. Arteta told him to a be a second striker. Winger, yep. A more, a more, a more naturalized winger, nutmegs um his wing back, cuts it back. Pepe scores two 0 Third goal again came from the right wing. Lacazette bro, squares it to Ozil three 0 Fourth goal, Ozil. Come on, you don't give me four, this. <laughs> hear, me out, hear me out. Fourth goal again. Hear me out. Fourth goal again comes from a naturalized winger cutting it back to from the byline to Lacazette. Final case. Aubameyang is a natural winger. Aubameyang by trade is a winger. This is in the second half. Aubameyang by trade is a winger. What now? Aubameyang by trade is a winger. But his best seasons have been. Aubameyang by trade is a winger. What does that mean, though? What does that mean, though? He's trying to tell me. He's trying to tell me. I'm giving you facts, Andy. I'm giving you facts. Hear me out. So there was one moment in the second half a reverse ball by Ozil. Pepe cuts it back into the six-yard box, and who is there? Eddie Nketiah. What does Eddie Nketiah do? Fluff his lines. Hit the crossbar, <laughs> Eddie, goes boy. over the bar. Hey, <laughs> if Aubameyang, if Aubameyang is not waiting out on the wing or having to drift in from the wing, Aubameyang bags that. If that's the game where it's 1-1 and we missed that charge, the game could have been a complete Aubameyang has game. missed 16 Aubameyang big chances for Arsenal. Needs to be, Aubameyang has missed six, regardless, big chances regardless, for Arsenal. He's the best. Aubameyang has he's, missed he's our best. big chances. I'm not disputing that, but he's <laughs> okay, still our best true, striker. I, I, okay. Honestly, I don't see Andrew's point. So I'm not disagreeing that Aubameyang is not your best finisher, but what I'm saying is currently, and the previous three managers probably agree with this, that Aubameyang to accommodate all your best players because you're not good enough so you have to play all your best players 
in your first 11, you have to put Aubameyang out wide to accommodate Lacazette. So that's not the point, it's though. Lacazette, Lacazette, not Andrew, that's, that's not the point. That's what I'm saying. Even Nketiah came in. That's not the point. And saying that even Aubameyang has a play on the left, he's still better up front. That's our point. He's a better striker than he is winger. But the thing is, like, where's the where's the stats for that? So how many goals has he scored? Up guy, front because, right, and out oh wide. Me right, let me let me find something for you. Above me, I'm pretty sure I read somewhere like, the guy's only got like two assists all season, and you've been playing left all season. You keep but, talking about that. Hold on, hold on. How, how many times has he cut? How many times has he cut in and drilled it from out wide? Wait, Wait, you, Andrew, Andrew, Andrew I, I, I understand this argument, yeah. I, I understand this argument, yeah. If, like, every time I watch above me and this guy's cutting in and banging it and, like, hitting target, and, but this guy barely story. even shoots from, like, cutting in. Like, he does it, though. He, do, he does do that. Not he doesn't. Basis. All his goals is always in the box. Always. Not all his goals. He has most, caught, he has most of his goals. Most of his goals. Yes, Most of his goals. He's a striker. He's a poacher. He gets it on the behind, on behind the thing. Like, he's a... Nah, man. I, I I okay, so, so, so explain to me why this, so explain to me why these managers are playing him are, are playing him um left wing. Explain to me. Three managers. Because he's the he's he's the best option. And Thank like you. you said, I, I, this is my the point. I, no, the things I agree, but what we say no, it's, that's not the reason, Andy. So what's the that's reason? So what's Arteta, the reason? Arteta's a new manager. He's trying out new things right now. Aubameyang has to be in a team. 100%. Wenger, 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 and Unai played him left wing as well. So why? I don't know about him? I don't know about Wenger that much. To Wenger be fair. did. He did. Yeah, but it wasn't. Andrew, that you're much, moving bro. like these these managers. Yeah, I've like flipped, I've like basically he said, was, oh yeah. I'm asking you. I'm asking you a question. Can you answer? You're not answering my question. You're not answering. Andrew, you're moving like they've been successful as they made that decision, bro. Freshly, you know, freshly, been, freshly, and freshly, have they been this, this, this successful when he played up front? Andy, freshly, what was not? Freshly, 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 if he starts out the wing, does not mean he is the winger in the team. Yeah, it makes sense. That's not his job. Come on, football's not maths, man. Come on, use the common sense here. Football's not mass. I know, I know there's if it, men want to die on various hills and that, but we've got a, a show to cover in it. So, <laughs> all right, cool. All right, cool. So, what's the what's the verdict? So, Aubameyang is second striker. He starts on the wing, but he's second striker. That, he's, that's a, what he's a striker in the out and out. He's just out um, and out striker. Uh, so, they so they basically play with two up front. Then, no. He... Huh? Look, um, Aubameyang plays on the wing. Um, what you're trying to say is he's the best option for Arsenal because Arsenal don't really have much in that position and he's Correct. the he's the most versatile to play on the left. And then what Tosin and uh, Steven are saying is that they see Aubameyang on the left as being wasted because naturally as a striker, as we've seen, when, when he gets the opportunity, he bags. Yeah, So they would like to see him in the middle. That's literally the point we're making. So you're both right and you're both, you know, like there's there's no wrong all right from the answer, but I think I think here yeah, um, Arsenal right now uh, could deal uh, with having Aubameyang up top, getting rid of Özil in the starting lineup, putting Danny Sabayas, Torreira starting, <laughs> and then just put Martinelli out up left. That's it. That's the best team because or Saka. Saka. Yeah, no, but then Saka, Saka and Martinelli. When they've been playing together, yeah, they've been amazing. Do you know mm. what I mean? So, what, why? <laughs> you can laugh, bro, but that's that's facts. No, no, no. I agree. I agree. All right, let's move so, on then. Let's move on. Um, so, um, <clears throat> obviously, the other big game or big team um, was yesterday's Norwich v um, LFC. Um, I actually watched that game. Um, first off, it was uh, actually the whole game. Actually, was all Liverpool. But I think Norwich actually had the better chances. We seemed that way, yeah. 
Yeah, we kind of had half chances. We couldn't get past their back eight. Um, they even played with a six at one point in the second half as well um, before we scored. Um, Mane's goal, man. Well taken. Dutch man. What? They tried to sweat Wonderful. it, but what's his well, name? Allison cancelled it. Um, and then um, Tete lashed it the on post. the post. Yeah, toe, toe punt king, that guy, man. <laughs> Allison made a big save too. Huh? It was a good strike, though. Yeah. Yeah. And um, yeah, so then um, Salah, I think Salah, you know, Salah's just being Salah. So he's always busy, he's always active, but just fluffing his lines. Every now and then, and then obviously Mane came on, and then moment of brilliance from him and Hendo. To be honest, a good ball from Hendo. Mm. Uh, Mane just pushed his defender away, took that touch. You know, African Burkamp esque. It was a great ball. In fairness for Hendo, yep. the, the only thing that kind of sorry to cut you, and the only thing yeah. that frustrated me a little bit is that I feel as if another assist now is just going to continue to fuel the agenda. I mean, oh, I saw a stat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, 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 I don't um, subscribe to yeah. that agenda, though, man. Um, I saw a stat that I think Hendo got three goal involvements in the first 23 games and in the last I think he's almost doubled that about five. Got, yeah about five in the last like three or four games so mm. I think another assist for him is just going to push this agenda that yeah. he's the PFA player of the year which I don't like but yeah, yeah I mean, it shouldn't happen man but um, yeah obviously this game actually meant a lot for Liverpool obviously um, City didn't play because their game got cancelled so that means that we're 25 points ahead of them um, joke, so which man. also means that um, we're officially qualified for the Champions League which also means that we um, only need five games, whatever happens with City, to win the league. Crazy, um, man. So five? Yeah, five. So that would be uh, against Crystal Palace. This would be before April, um, before the end of March as well. Let me plan my getaway. Yeah, so it's looking, it's looking to really good. To be honest, all I really care about now is I'd lead, uh, I need you, man, to lose a game, man. Mm. And beat and run mm. is the only thing I'm holding on. Imagine onto. that being the only thing to clutch onto. <laughs> it's nuts, the bar man. is low, man. The bar <laughs> is low. But yeah, there's nothing, to, nothing much to touch on on Liverpool. Obviously, I'm happy that Mane is back. Um, hundredth goal. Hundredth, yeah, yeah, hundredth goal. Twenty-five for Southampton, seventy-five for Liverpool. Um, yeah, man, that's my star boy for this for this team, man. Outrageous. He's the best player in the Prem. I just want to ask you guys, just from an outside Liverpool perspective, who do you guys, if it's not Hendo, I don't think it's Hendo, by the way, but if it's not Hendo, who do you, who's you guys, um, who's our most valuable player, do you think, at Liverpool? Mane. Yeah, it's got to be Mane, man. That guy has come clutch for you guys too many times, man. It's like every other game I watch, you guys are nil nil, struggling to get like some rhythm. These guys come. I feel like. like this is like cliche, but I feel like it's a bit of everyone, man. Like it's a mm. team. It's been a team effort from Liverpool. They have moments and it. Trent has had yeah. his moments. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like Firmino as well. I know he doesn't score oh, yeah. as much as Salah like, and um. Always and got to shout him out. Yeah. Man, always. Firmino, yeah. I swear. Nah, I, apo- I apologize to my dad, yeah, because I-, I used to at him and be like, nah, he's a defensive striker. Like Mod- he's a modern day Benzema, bro. Like I, I, I love Firmino, man. Yeah, man. He's clutch. Baller. Oh yeah, it's, it's been a it's been a total team effort. I definitely say man for man, this is probably one of the best like oh, league winning sides I've ever seen, man. I mean, everyone. I think they've got the I most. I, I, I think we have to get away from one of the to saying is the best. We don't have to say like it's the best squad or or, or whatever. Like I don't want to go into that debate, but yeah. it's probably been the best season by any Premier League team. Oh, yeah, that's, that's, that goes saying, that's up for debate, man. Can I ask even, you a question? I don't even Andy. think that's up for debate, man. Mm. Andy, I, I was having a discussion yeah, with um, Specs the other day mm. about this. 
I mean, not to take anything away from Liverpool, but do you feel like the opposition have been up to scratch, up to par with what you, how you might have been yeah. performing? It's funny. I had a conversation with someone at my work about this. Um, I've actually deeped it because I know a few, a few pods ago I said like, um, or even in a group chat, I said like um, this Premier, Premier League nowadays is harder than back mm. in the day, right, 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 just to fuel my own personal agenda. But yeah. I think, um, I actually think that's partially true. But I think the main thing is that the top six have been very poor. And I think yeah. this is why we, we're doing what we're doing and you guys are doing what you're doing. So this is City, apart maybe from Leicester because they... Um, but that's the point, though, isn't it, Leicester? Like, yeah, they're 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 doing above expectations. But the rest, like Arsenal, United, City, and Chelsea, you guys have been poor and embarrassing. And mm. I think it's more that than um, the opposition being poor, man. Because I think, but the overall quality of the league, do you think it's dipped? Because that's been a conversation this season. I think more so than any others because of what Liverpool are doing. But that's the thing. You can just say like Liverpool has just been super consistent and clutch. No, but and you lucky. can say. No, but what I no no because no, don't get me wrong. I'm not taking anything away from Liverpool, but when you look at the rest of the league, yeah, like from what's the points difference from like 13th to like sixth? It's like, it's not even double figures, is it? Like, mm-hmm. like yeah, it's like eight points. It's stupid. Like the the, the level, like regardless yeah, of what Liverpool are doing, because you're not playing every single team every single weekend. Like they're still like bro, they're still like Brighton playing United away and then going to take points. Like you know what I mean? Like yeah. that's still the but level that's, that but that's down else. to you, man. That's what, yeah, I'm, that's what saying. I'm saying. So the league is not. The, the teams that you guys are facing, you're beating. No, but let, me, let me tell you, but the mid-table teams, they're just the mid-table. They're just them, them. No, no, Andrew, not get what I'm saying. What I'm saying is, look, you're beating these teams, isn't it? Like, we, like you're not, I'm not saying willy-nilly and easily. You're not, you're, but you're beating We're them. We're scraping these so wins. When everyone up below you are, st- are taking points off each other, that's what they're all not even far. Like, you know how before it'd be like the top six and the rest? Now oh, it's not yeah, even that. What you're saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not that anymore. That's what's happening, yeah. I would say that the the quality of the top four personally has dropped this season, but oh, yeah. the quality of the quality of the whole prem definitely hasn't dropped because yeah, yeah. again, mm-hmm. like we said, we've got Man United and Arsenal ninth and tenth. We've got mm-hmm. Sheffield United and Wolves sixth and seventh. Yeah, yeah, so definitely. we definitely we, we gotta give those teams like their credit. Yeah, that, 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 yeah. yeah this is my yeah. point. Like Leicester, the Wolves, the Sheffield. So are you gonna? At them as well, nah. They, they, they no, no, no. Yeah, yeah. the no, quality, the yeah. quality of the league is good, but it's just like the traditional top six or top four have been really been poor. Slipping. Liverpool hasn't even got the, you know, the the best squad in the league. I think it's still City. Uh, well, no. What I would say about Liverpool though is, man for man, I think this is the most most players I've seen that are the best in their position in the world, like in a long that, time. That's what I said. In yeah, the world, I like, yeah, yeah. Because like, yeah. let's be honest, your front three. I think our midfield is in still. The no, you say this, yeah, you say this, <laughs> but that midfield is like work. Like, I don't think I understand how much energy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, it's actually a joke. Like, I understand that bit. I understand that bit. And how interchangeable. Player for player, best player for player, man. Player for player. All right, basically, okay. Right now, right now, in terms of current form, they've got the best right keeper in the world, best defender in the world, best left back in the world, best right back in the world, best front three in the world. Like the only people. Best right back, the best. Yeah, they do. Best left back for sure. Yeah, centre back Van Dijk is the best in the world. Best centre back for sure. Best keeper for sure. Midfield, none of them cool, are but, cool. But Salah and Mane are the best wingers in the world. Oh yeah, yeah, for sure, for sure. So, but, just, but you're saying basically the whole team. Nah, the, no, no, I'm not saying. I'm saying man for man, they probably got the most. Like oh, other the than most. probably the Madrid. Oh, I see Gal- what you mean. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah other yeah. probably Madrid, the Galat when them like it was all like Marcelo, Sergio yeah. Ramos, them and like pulling out. Liverpool, like man for man, your team. And the thing is, this, the the, the centre of your team is just a joke. Like mm. you, you, I have to give you a props in it. Like you guys are doing like. Like stupidly well, isn't it? What I will say though, again, is it, 
I refuse to have it say just because you're going to win the most points, yeah, you're the best Premier League team ever. Because I, 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 maybe because what happens right now if you guys lose to Atletico Madrid in two legs and you're out of Champions League, people will look back at back in this in five six years and be like, oh, that Liverpool team was sick, but they didn't win the, the, the Champions League and thing. Like the oh, wow. Man United team. Oh wow! Oh See, this this does not get extended to the other teams. But I mean, it's a no, it's no, a, no, Andy. A, it, it does because if you think about it, um, Chelsea right. never got that. Chelsea never won but, hold on, but then hold on, Chelsea. But Chelsea won back to back Premier League titles. Yeah, they're the longest unbeaten run at home. You know what I mean? So there's like loads of standout things. You lot have done it this season. Yeah. What's going to be important is what you do next season. Do you get me? But so, I mean. But, that's, but, this, but this is what I said. This is what I didn't really want to get into the debate of like, the best squad, the best pre- best ever Premier League squad, but I think it's the best ever like team. To do like, it based on numbers, it. yeah. Based, I mean, on, just based, based on, on numbers anyway. Because um, even yeah. if you see like the table, like really and truly, the only team we're in um, February now, the only team that's taking points from us is United. The rest, we've beaten everyone. Yeah, yeah. but then that that's in the... itself, That in itself is mad. Oh, yeah, no, that, that's what I said. You might have been sick. And where I clocked it was actually a Man City game. Like, that was the game that was going to kind of make or break it for Liverpool. And you, man, showed up for the team. Like, you were ready for war. And that's yeah. when I was like, you know what? This team is ready now to take the Premier League. But equally, City have been very poor, bro. Let's not, let's, let's not like, mince our words here. Like, City have been very poor. Yeah. Poor and I see City have not been about this weekend, so let's not touch on them too tough. Um, let's move on, though, to the next, um, to, to, to the other game that was today, which was Villa v Spurs. It was a 3-2 win for Spurs. I only watched the last 10 minutes, to be honest, so I saw Son's winner. Uh, did anyone, um, no Spurs fans today, did anyone else watch it? Yeah, watch parts. Yeah, yeah, I watched it. It was um, is yeah, it end to end? Based yeah. on stats, it looked very yeah, much. Aston Villa very gave very a good so. Aston like Villa gave a real good count for themselves. It's just they like, Jose tell you Jose what, for for um, uh, Jose Mourinho team, Spurs are coming across very helter skelter because yeah. usually, typically. He sees um, that one. You expect to like low scoring and a little bit boring, yeah. but one 0 yeah. Tottenham do not keep clean sheets. I mean, I thought it happened at the start of the season under Poch, and it's not really improved since uh, Mourinho's come in. So yeah, they I mean, need to. There's a lot to be done. I yeah. think still at Tottenham. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Definitely. Like when I was, when I'm watching them, like that's why I was saying in the group chat, like just to make everyone aware that, like I was saying to Max, like just because you might go on to win this game, don't mean I'm not watching. And it was like the game. If you watch the game from like the, the start to the end, like it wasn't the three-two game that you're gonna look back at like, a couple of weeks time. Like, oh yeah, they that they they they, they, they deserve to win it. I, I personally think Aston Villa were right in the game from like until like there's little moments in the game and like, obviously they made a mistake didn't they the last goal was like yeah. a, a mistake two, two, uh, but, two mistakes one for the penalty one yeah, for the goal yeah 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 yeah. but yeah man that, that game I'm not watching Spurs and like we have them United have them in a few weeks and I'm not watching them thinking like wow what I will say though is that this is what they hired Jose for in it to grind out results and like Jose's like you don't really look back and analyze Jose's I hear that performances. Though, but that, just... that goal was just it was it was just a gift, man. That was but not. He still Jose. got a finish. He still yeah. had a lot to do. Yeah, it was a, it was a good finish from him. Great composure. But I, I I don't want to attribute that to Jose at all. That was just a mixture know, of man. bad defending. And... So not 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 the performance down to Jose, but the fact that like you're gonna look back and like the end is at the end of the weekend now. Everyone's gonna look at look at the scores on Sky Sports News or something, and they'll be three two, and they got the three points. They've walked away with the three points. So it's just like that's what Josie does, isn't it? He doesn't, he doesn't care about the ticker tackle football. Like he's just getting the results, and that's what he was employed for. So mm. 
So do we still think that they're going to make the top four? Or they... Yeah. Mm. Well, now, now that it's fifth, obviously, I think uh, naturally... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, one point behind um, Chelsea with... And Chelsea have a game in hand, so, I mean... It's all to play for, yeah, next week as well. Yeah. Great, great segue there, because the big game for tomorrow... Um, <laughs> it's Chelsea v United. I just wanted to um, preview that game. I said, you know, Prez, 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 come on, G. What do you come think, on, man? So, um, <laughs> we yeah, should see the is... debut of uh, Jude. <laughs> <laughs> this is fourth, fourth against ninth at the moment. Yeah, ninth, um, Lampard v Ole, Premier League greats. Um, the, the game at United was a 4 0 win for United. Yeah, clear whitewash, clear. Was it 4 0 or 4 1? 4 0. Um, but yeah, the game the game wasn't a 4 0 game at all, but United just took their chances. So, how do we think that this game is gonna go, man? Yeah, I, th- I think it will probably be um, a different game from, from that game, if I'm honest. I don't think we'll see a, a 4-0 drubbing. Um, I think Chelsea at that time were, were still, um, you know, a very fresh team, yeah. fresh team under a new manager, still finding their feet. Um, and I think, you know, bar a few results here and there in the past couple of weeks, they're, um, um, you know, they've started to sort of build an identity. Um, so I think coming coming into this game, um, obviously we do actually have a win against Chelsea outside of the, the Premier League as well. Um, in, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, that Rashford. Yeah, the Rashford free kick. Uh, phenomenal stuff. But um, yeah, I, I feel like it will be a different game. Um, Chelsea will um, obviously be coming in with a different mindset, um, looking to take all three points. But um, I think, obviously, Toast touched on the uh, Jude Igalo potential debut. Um, <laughs> um, I don't we'll think he'll start. Tapping, boy. I don't think he'll start, if I'm honest. Um, really? I think, no, I think we'll, we'll, we'll probably stick with um, Tony up front yeah. um, and um, get uh, probably James and, and maybe Matt on either side. Um, but yeah, Igala Igala won't be won't be starting. Unfortunately for you, Toast, I know that you're looking forward to that one. Uh, <laughs> um, but yeah, in, in terms of score predictions, I think it will yeah. be, be a close game. Um, I think it will. We're, we're looking at either like a a one-one or a two-one either way. Um, mm. But yeah, it will be a close game, a closer so no, game no, than the last one. You don't, you're not backing your team with chess now. Um, I think it will be. I think it will be a two-one, but I think it could slide either way. All right. Agreed. Agreed. Victor? Uh, yeah, I, I almost agree with yeah, what mostly everything that Prez said. I think it's going to be a... Um, I personally think it'll be a 2-2. Um, but I think I'll, 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 take, I'll take a draw probably. But um, yeah, yeah well, I, I definitely don't think Egalo is going gonna, is gonna to start. I don't think he's had enough time in the squad. I think he'll, I can see him coming on the last 10, 15, maybe 20. Yeah. See, see, see how he fares. But, but yeah, I can see us sticking... If it's like if it's Gressington in Stamford Bridge, yeah, but I, I back us, you know. I I I fancy United to go and get a good result. Then I like because, that, man. I like that thought. Yeah, would there you be happy times, with a point? Pardon? Would you be happy with a point? Uh, in the grand scheme of things, yeah, because Chelsea away is never like a certain win, even if you you think going there as the as the favourites. Like I always think. Stafford Bridge has always been like the venue no one really likes going to. But what I will say is, I remember I think the last game we played in last season when I think we drew 2 2 and Marshall scored that goal. Yeah. Um, yeah, like I think we've, the last couple of times we've been to Stafford Bridge, we've played well. 
it's just like we and we've got the results to back it. But now, yeah, we just got to do it again. I think it's going to be a big miss missing Rashford on a break because uh, when we have got him, he looks quite dangerous at Stamford Bridge. But but yeah, I'm I'm, I'm confident. All right, cool. Uh, also, what happened at Chelsea this week as well is that they secured the signing of Hakim Ziyech mm. for in pounds. How much? Thirty-five million pounds. Something like roughly. Yeah. Um, what do we think, man? Tosin was visibly upset about that. Good player. Good signing. Very, very good player. Mm. Obviously, um, they. I think it was one of those ones. That I, I love it. I love it when it happens when a, a team plays um, a particular player, like mm. in the season, and then they kind of end up signing them a couple of months later. Mm. Obviously, it was quite similar similar with uh, Minamino to Liverpool. Obviously, we've not seen the best of Minamino yet, but um, mm. obviously Chelsea played Ajax in the. Um, the group stayed as a Champions League and they had that great 4-4 game at the Stamford Bridge and yeah, he was quality in that match as well. So um, yeah. I'm looking forward to seeing him in the Prem. Obviously, it's a shame he's going to be in a blue jersey, but he's a class He gives player. me Mahrez vibes. 100%, yeah. Mm, yeah agree. Mm, agree with he's, not, he's not a dribbler like Mahrez. Yeah, like yeah, that. yeah. But he's he got still that. gets past players though, yeah. doesn't he? Yeah, yeah. yeah. He's yeah. got a slim, slim frame, good yeah. feet. Yeah, I, yeah, I get that. I can see that. Good mm. player. Morris. Okay, so um, let's also quickly um, breeze through the European games that happened um, over the weekend. Um, so on Friday, basically, it was um, Valencia, Atletico Madrid, big game in Spain, 2-2. Yeah. Um, I think um, Atletico Madrid, sorry, they rested most of their star players because yeah. they know the boys are coming to town. So <laughs> they still grinded out a 2-2 draw at the Mestalla. Um, Bundesliga, Dortmund are just clarting teams again. 4-0 yeah. this time. Starboy Sancho with and, another goal. Another, another Haaland goal as well. Yeah. Another Haaland goal yeah. and a few assists from Akram Hakimi. Yep. Um, he's, he's, hey, his stats uh, are mad, isn't it? Yeah. He's mad. mad. <laughs> he's on loan, isn't it? So he'll yeah. go back probably. Where are they he'll signing from? Madrid. Uh, he's on loan from Madrid. Madrid. Of course of course he is. Academy boy as well though. Moroccan, but he's Bola. been early, man. Uh, Saturday, Barcelona beat Atafe 2-1. Um... Didn't watch that game. Atalanta going strong in Syria. Beat Roma 2-1. Don't know what else happened. Leipzig won. Still top of the table, I think. Oh, um, Bayern won today, innit? Yeah, 4-1. Bayern took it. Bayern won. Was it Milan-Juve? Or is that, am I confused? No, Juve won 2-0 earlier today. Milan-Juve. Milan-Juve was midweek. Yeah, 1-0. 1-0, yeah. Madrid are 1-0 down, though. Madrid are 1-0 down currently. Yeah. Yeah, the I thing guess. is, they started um, they started Hazard and Bale today as well. That's big. Ooh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the forgotten man. Well, the forgotten men, actually. Yeah. And then uh, what else happened in Syria? Ju- Juve won 2 now. Lazio Inter is, is on the way as well at the moment. Okay. Currently 0-0. Yeah. Big game. Um, they need a result in that game if they want to stay in touch yeah. with Juve. Oh, yeah, and yesterday, um, a mad game um, between Amia and PSG. They were 3-0 down. They came back to 3-3, 4-3, and then 4-4. Four, all in the end, yeah. yeah. Basically, Amia, they're struggling in Liga, but they they were moving mad yesterday, basically, against the league leaders. Um, all right, so let's go on to our discussions then. Um, <clears throat> so the first one that we... That we wanted to touch on was um, the Champions League ties that is coming back next week. Yeah. So, uh, finally, um, Champions League and Europa League. Um, I think that we can discuss the Europa League probably um, next week. So mm-hmm. we can just focus on the Champions League today. Um, I think they'll play the Europa League this weekend as well. So we can just 
breeze back for the Arsenal United guys. Um, we're not letting you. We're not letting you down in it. Um, but for Yay, now, wow. <laughs> but now, let's just focus on the Champions League fixtures. Um, we'll just conveniently start with the Atletico Madrid v Liverpool game. And what do we think? What do we think going to transpire there, guys? Uh, I think is is not. I'm not giving Atletico much of a chance in this game. If I'm honest, I think um, defensive defensive minded team against the best team in the world, Liverpool. You know the 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 prospect of Morata versus Van Dijk is just not really something <laughs> that sounds thrilling at all, is it? Not even um, a prospect. <laughs> so um, you know, Jao Felix struggling to, to to get into any kind of form and following his big move in the summer. So I, I think told it people could, let's come. Oh, Simeone is not the one, man. Nah, he's yeah. Fuck. I think I think it could be a very long tie for Atletico, man. Mm. I think personally, it will be I, a tight one. Um, to be I was going to say similar, yeah. I was going to yeah. say similar. But however, out of the big teams that we could have faced, I would have been happy to face them. But they're kind of like a Liverpool, as in they know how to do these two two tie things. So it'll be very interesting to see um, this Simeone versus Klopp. The you know the two. Yeah, like who's going to come out and attack the game? Who's going to come out and you know? But obviously, I think Liverpool will come out and attack. We'll just play our usual thing. They'll just sit back and use their, you know, their wingers to counter us. Yeah. Uh, they have very silky midfielders, um, which is a polar opposite to what we have. And we tend to struggle with midfielders um, that are just technically way better than us. Yeah, they could out-football you. Exactly. Park, and Liverpool before. struggle with those kind of things. So I think um, what we basically yeah, need to battle, do is... If I, if I remember the Bayern game, um, where we just basically... Pam them for intensity. I think we need to do the same thing, unless they're just gonna, you know, pass us out, which they can do. They have the capabilities to do that. Well, your key got... players played a lot of a lot of minutes this weekend, though, so I think mm. yeah, they, yeah, and they were obviously they rested players, haven't they? So I think it's gonna be a case of like, can Liverpool sustain a high intensity for for, sure. for long enough in in the game? But sure. it, it was gonna be a really sick time. I'm I'm looking forward to that. I mean, as a prediction, I think um, a Liverpool one or two nil win. I think we can keep a clean sheet there. Away from home? Yeah. I think we can keep a clean sheet. I reckon with a draw. Alisson, with Alisson, everything is possible. Yeah. A draw? Yeah. I think a, a clean, sheet, a clean, sheet, to ch- a, a can... clean sheet for Liverpool is a, is a fair shout, I think. Yeah. Yeah, I can see a 0 0 or a 1 1, to be honest. Yeah. Like a yeah, very low, low scoring tight tie, and then Liverpool to wrap it up in the second leg. Yeah. Mm. So obviously, that will be. Um, Next Tuesday, actually, so um, and let's go Madrid. The other game on Tuesday would also be Borussia Dortmund versus PSG. Ah, I wish they didn't have it on the same day, man. Yes, yeah. yeah, it's good games, man. But I think Aye. TV and laptop, man. Yeah, <laughs> I'm looking forward to this time, man. Um, yeah. I think it's going to be a high octane, Boist. high, high, high. I think it's going to be a high scoring one, man. Well, it's yeah. the manager. It's the manager against his old team, isn't it? Yeah, yeah too too sure. Yeah, so I want to see the star boy Sancho step up to the to to the, to the mantle in it because now he's getting praise from Neymar and Co. Now, so mm-hmm. let's see if he's actually that guy at the mouse. Like, yeah. I think it's a good it's a good way to test himself and see if he's actually at a level if it's just because mm-hmm. he's playing against farmers. Wow, Dortmund handle Neymar and Mbappe though. This is the thing, man. I, yeah, I don't think Dortmund, that. Yeah, Dortmund, the way Dortmund the, set up. Yeah, the defense is off. It's a bit. Mm. Wait, I think mm, PSG are my point. low key. PSG are my low key favorites to win the competition. Nah, that, no, that, that, that signing of Idrissa Gueye, yeah, that is a very good signing for them. I'm telling you, like 
That is PSG always um, flatters to deceive. All right, yeah, man. I think that signing is exactly what they needed in midfield, man. He's got energy and he's he's a player, man. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh yeah, yeah he's good. Like, but but he's a man. I don't know, man. I I put it. Let's let's see you know, if it's just bottle like they've just got a bottle nature like Spurs do. Or if it's like if it's just because they had like that personnel like like him in it, but there's a lot of there's a lot of battles though. You got like um, obviously the managers, Tuchel um, mm. and uh, uh, Farker. No, no, yeah. that's not his name. What's uh, his name? Yeah, it's, it's yeah, it's, it's Farker, isn't it? Yeah. Something like that. No, no, no. Wait, wait, wait. Wait, 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 wait. Favre, sorry, Farker is the Norwich one. Favre, Lucien Favre, and um. Obviously, two show, and then obviously the battle of the strikers in terms of Mbappe and Haaland, the battles of the wingers in terms of Sancho and Neymar, uh, <laughs> the midfielders, the battle of, battle of the you know the aging but still quality centre backs in Silva and Homos. So it's looking it's looking like a good one, man. I'll be definitely having that on the side for sure. Yeah, just going to be going to be a game of counter attacks. Who has the best counter attack? This is the thing. I th- I don't yeah. think. Gone I don't think central. Dortmund Dortmund will be able to cope with it, man. Oh yeah, definitely. No, no, I think no. I think like they play um, Dortmund play with wing backs in it because obviously Hakimi yeah. Hakimi gets forward quite a lot, um, and that will leave that will leave them will exposed. Leave spaces, yeah, yeah. In, in in a lot of scenarios, especially with the likes of Neymar, um, you know the, the demons the demons on the wing to 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 um, to capitalize on the space. So for sure, and they, if they if they play with their front three with like Mbappe, Icardi, and Neymar, exactly, it might be long, man. It yeah. might be long, but I fancy Dortmund at the same time. I can't call a winner straight out the bat. Dortmund, do you think do will it, progress? Mm. I mean, <sighs> PSG have, as as May said, flat to deceive, man. So. Um, <laughs> I, I don't know. It's it, it's fifty fifty. I think it's one of those games, isn't it? It's just what's gonna happen on the day. All right. Who, who's who's playing at home in the return leg? In return, uh, PSG. So no, they're sorry, PSG. Yeah. Uh, then I possibly possibly see PSG going through yeah. on that on that basis. Except, right, except Sancho and Haaland does a madness. That's it. <laughs> Hopefully, man. All right. Let's move on to the Wednesday games then. Um. The other first one would be Atalanta v Valencia. Mm-hmm. Uh, Atalanta are doing pretty well um, in Syria. I think a decent team. Um, they were in Man City's group, where they were, um, yeah, I think clearly the second best in that group, but they struggled against City. So basically, uh, they can do it against like their age mates, let's say like a Valencia, for example. But mm. I don't see them doing anything beside this I, I think it, that this is this is a tie that both teams will be relishing at to be honest like and be quite yeah, pleased for sure. um, to have drawn against them because it's, it's such a, a winnable game and an opportunity a genuine opportunity to progress to the next round I do so, think Atalanta is better though because yeah, yeah, Valencia, yeah, yeah, yeah. Valencia have stolen their way man they should have been Ajax that gone, should have gone through in their, in their thing but they, they they don't belong here man personally <laughs> I think I think Atalanta yeah, yeah I, I think, I think uh, they'll progress it's they'll definitely progress. Yeah, I think Valencia, exactly like you said, Andy, Valencia are quite lucky to finish top of that group. And um, Atalanta are what we'd call um, entertainment merchants. They, their mm. goal difference was actually minus four. And they <laughs> They're still managed to qualify. So, yeah. <laughs> oh, so, yeah, sorry. Oh, no. to, yeah. Yeah. I mean, sorry, no. Their, uh, their group stage. Um, group stage, group, yeah, yeah. Sorry, yeah. Um, goal difference was minus four. So, yeah, I'm looking forward to that tie. I do think Atlanta are slightly better. And I think they'll, they'll go through as well. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. And then um, on Wednesday as well, we've got Spurs v Leipzig. 
which mm. will be a okay. sick, sick game. And I think Leipzig are going through. Yeah, agreed. I'm sorry, sure. Agreed. Yeah, uh, Julian yeah. Nagelsmann is my dog. And they, their team is actually, if we, I don't know if you guys been watching any um, Leipzig games, but they What's are the one with, uh, devastating. Last week. No, no. You know, I hate to say this as an Arsenal fan, but Tottenham, and they just have an annoyance about them. And I have a feeling they will do a madness. Mm. I have I have a little feeling they will do a madness. Tottenham will go through. You think? Wow. No, okay. Kane, though. Tottenham to, Tottenham to go through. Mm. Game for the Champions League final without Kane, in fairness. Yeah. They will definitely concede, that's for sure, because their defence is just mad with Serge Aurier play. He's just a, a shambolic right back. <laughs> He's true, uh, like with, their, with, with Leipzig's wing-backs as well. Nah, man. Uh, Leipzig, Leipzig are good, man. They remind me of Liverpool Entertainment FC, where we didn't care for defending. <laughs> yeah, yeah they're, they're literally that, man. Um, so who do, who do you fancy there? Majority are going with Tottenham. I'm going I'm for going Leipzig. With, I'm going with Leipzig, personally. Timo, Timo Werner. 20 goals, fam, oh. in the season. That is a mazine already. I like I'm that. Seeing, I'm seeing Tottenham has pedigree. Don't forget about that. Tottenham has pedigree in Champions League. Don't forget slide, about that. Slide, that counts, yeah, slice that slide. for a lot. Slice, slide, slide, slide. They, I can, yes. I can give that. They have. Because they've been in the Champions League for several years. Huh? And they've made a yeah. final last season. Someone, someone just DM me saying more pedigree than Arsenal, but Ooh. I don't know. That's, is, that, is, that, is, that, is that a topic? I don't know. I Let's don't keep know. it moving swiftly. <laughs> then, so then the week after that, um, there'll be another um, another set of games. Um, Chelsea v Bayern Munich. Mm. What are we thinking there? Difficult we, one for Chelsea. I, I, I think Bayern are going to yeah, spin Chelsea. Spin? <laughs> spin. Yeah. Yeah. Well, seven things. Last time yeah, they came man. to London. Do you see what they've done to Tottenham? Yeah, that's <laughs> what I'm saying. Yeah. And oh, Chelsea and Tottenham are equal. So, yeah, I think they're comfy. I come for you. I think Bayern are going to just out football there, man. Absolutely. Okay. Um, yeah, I fancy... Mm, I don't know. Yeah, Bayern. I'm going with Bayern as well. Um, and then we've got Napoli v Barcelona. Yeah, that's just... payback. Payback for two years ago. Um, yeah, you know what I'm saying, anyway. I Team think they played Roma. They played Roma. Or if you're talking about oh, that. sorry, yeah, that that was Roma. Yeah, that was, that was Roma. Roma. But they did I play mean, Napoli, I think, in the build-up to that. Sorry, I mm. got confused. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But Napoli, I, mean, I just had yeah, yeah, they're poor man. They're having a man, man. Yeah, I think there's some right. internal problems going on, isn't it? Yeah, but I think but Barcelona have not been convincing at all this season as well, even against like the the. Lower teams, so Napoli might take advantage of that, but I I, I don't see anyone but Barcelona. Yeah, just too much, too much messy in that title. (laughs) Man said too much messy. Okay, and then on Wednesday, the twenty sixth of February, um, Leon for Juventus. Woo! Let's go. (laughs) The goat to do the biz. Let's go. (laughs) You know how it gets down. The Cristiano Ronaldo trophy, we go again, yeah. obviously. Um, I don't see anyone but Juve winning that, man, because obviously my dark Memphis is not about, so... Even if he was about, man, do you know who's on the same pitch as him? No, bro. It, it, <laughs> good. If Memphis was about, different story. Then what? But then what? Different story, <laughs> innit? Oi. That's a different story. <laughs> you, you, know, you, know, you know Leon got this uh, young baller as well that just, that's just coming up. I'd even get... I, don't, I forgot his name, actually. I can't be bothered to look for it as well, but... After the after this pod, in it, make sure Leon got a young boy. We'll follow up. We'll follow up. We'll follow up with that. And then, obviously, the last game, um, biggest tie probably of the round: Real Madrid v City. 
Mm. And I am very much looking forward to that tie, man. Mm. Madrid are going to spin Madrid, huh? Madrid to spin, you reckon? Yeah, man. Mm. Yeah, man. Mm. Bro, Madrid, trust me, Madrid are going to spin there, man. You need to back that up, man. Madrid, Boy. yeah. Talk the first, first, first things first, and even like away from that, their prestige in the competition, innit? they're not an easy team to beat at the moment. Like I reckon they'll yeah. come back in this game right now. Like they, they've been quite quite good in comparison to other seasons that they've had in in, in Liga and so on. And 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 unless City have get Laporte back here, they cannot that yeah. back four cannot stop. Bale, Hazard, um, all of their, their striking options. Isn't it? But they to be honest, Bale and Hazard have, have not been, are not They're doing not firing at the that, moment. That's the, thing. That's score, the scoring load rests on Benzie's shoulders at the moment. That's how bro, Benzie's yeah, having one of the best seasons of his career and, and like mm. he's too clutch like, for, for that. Otamendi versus Ben, like, that's their best defender versus Benzema. He, he, come on, man. He's going to run around him all game. Like, I don't okay. see it. The only, 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 only way yeah, I see, I see um, City delivering a, a win over two legs in it is if two players turn up in it. Um, Aguero and Kevin De Bruyne. Yeah, and they're, Them both, two turn and they're, up, and they're both ghosts, man, and, when it comes to the champs. They're both ghosts. But I think they're just going to have this whole the Champions League thing ha- like hanging over their heads. Mm. They're just going to, yeah, they're going to, like, nah, that team, I don't back, I don't back them personally. I'm actually on the other side of the, of the fence. I think Dang. City are going are gonna to win that time. Not comfortably, but I reckon, I think City are just a better team personally. And I, I agree. Feel as if, True. Um, Real Madrid will have enough to get past City, and City, they know, yeah, like agreed. I said, they know the league is gone, and they're gonna try and they're gonna try, they're gonna try and get that first yeah. elusive Champions League. So yeah, I can see City winning that that's, one. That's that's my take on it, man. No more Ronaldo affecting that Real side as well. So low, hundred percent. Man said low. <laughs> okay, low. so let's move on there. So those are the Champions League sides. We're happy that the Champions League is back, and um, obviously Liverpool are gonna win this thing again. So. Yeah, no yeah, yeah, there's no need for the other things. Okay, so let's move on to the second second topic, um, which I usually um, I I like to when I want to discuss something big, I like to call it the curious case of. Uh, one time we did um, just amongst ourselves, we did the curious case of Rom- Romelu Lukaku, um, Golly. which was a very <laughs> very um, good discussion. So now I want to um, bring it back for this episode as well, but um, not about Lukaku, but about West Ham United. Mm. Now let me give a brief background before the panel starts discussing. Um, obviously, ever since I moved to the UK, I think West Ham United have been most people's second favourite team that I know. People have some sort of affinity with West Ham. Um, East London team, um, blowing bubbles, all that crap. <laughs> uh, I just want to bring it back to when they were relegated, to, uh, relegated for the 2011-2012 season and then they came straight back on the Sam Allardyce um, in the 2012-2013 season. And then since then, they finished 10th, 13th, 12th, 7th um, in 2015-16. That was their last season at the bowling ground. Then mm. that's when they moved to um, the Olympic Stadium. Um, yeah. So soon, ever since they moved there, they've been finishing 11th, 13th, 10th. And now they sit currently that, in the bottom three looking to relegate. That move was so bad. So um, I just want to ask the panel, what's happened to West Ham United? And are they really that team or are they, do they just belong basically in a championship and they shouldn't even come back? Bro, they, they got yeah. good players, man. Their stadium is just, I think it's just dreadful. That's Have you seen how far like, they, like, they, they, their fans are from the actual pitch? Like, Have you been to the stadium? I personally, actually, to be fair, I've been to like a tour of it. I never went when like, any games uh, uh, going on. 
I don't think it's that. I don't think it's that bad. Um, um, like probably in terms of atmosphere, in it or yeah, that's yeah. It is. like the players. The think players about Upton Park, like killing the fans. Think about yeah, personally, Park, if, like, I, if I had to answer that question, I'll come from a business perspective. I think the the club isn't run properly. Yeah, it is. That's, the, that's, the, that, that's if, kind of the, the mindset I have, uh, Mace. But yeah, yeah you, I, you go on. I honestly think West Ham is a, is a great investment for and for someone who thinks, okay, I have the money and I love football. I'll just buy um, Sullivan and gold out, out of West Ham and just run this club properly. And I think that's what this, the West Ham is crying out for. Because when I really think about West Ham, I think about like, Tevez when he was playing, mm-hmm. um, what's his name? What's his name? That's come back to league. Yeah, yeah, Payet. You know, we we oh. just we had that love for West Ham, like that team that would buy without from all odds just pull out something out of the bag. But the thing and is, it, so I I just read you those things. So since 2011, 12, they've only yeah. finished it um within the top ten once, seventh. Mm. That was one season. That was that Payet season, um, yeah. Slaven Bilic's first season, just just once. Uh, besides of that, they've been mid-table. I, I, I think what West Ham has done is they, they've decided it's just bad investments. They just went for players who are slightly good, slightly good enough to play for top six and said, okay, we just, we'll throw you the bag and you come and you play for us. But what I think in terms of judging teams such as West Ham, you have to look at Wolves. I think Wolves and Sheffield have done it really well. So have if they I'm got West Ham managers, or has West Ham just have crap it's, managers? It's just it's, it's just an investment. Way. You you have you need to have strategies, and I think mm-hmm. the teams teams like Wolves and, and Sheffield have done it best, and I think that's the issue with West Ham. So that that circles back to just the the way the bit that West Ham as a business is run, mm-hmm. and I and honestly think if I'm an investor, I would just go for West Ham and run that 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 club better. In my mm. in my opinion, not mm. not to say like Arsenal has run the best, <laughs> certainly back to Arsenal is, but I think yeah, um, West yeah. Ham. The issue lies with people who run the club, and it's not easy. But I think their time is done. They should just take their they sell the club, take their money, go invest it somewhere. Someone else should come in because yeah, as a as a third party looking into West Ham, I think the issue lies with whoever runs the club. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I, just to, to piggyback on that, I think I think it's such a weird one because I think West West Ham, generally speaking, especially like in recent years, like their owners have have always the owners have always shown ambition, mm-hmm. like exactly. in you know with They're their signings the and you know yeah. making the move to the stadium, which is a, a a brave decision to make. Do you know what I mean? It's like um, they don't they don't seem to have much problems filling the stadium either. Like you know the fans yeah. still turn out. Etc. They have um, a huge fan base, man. They exactly, like but I mean, there is this question of uh, whether you know the players feel the atmosphere um, from the fans and whether that impacts performances. But like May said, I think that, that you know the the decisions um, at executive level um, to an extent have have been kind of poor because they have been making you know promises to the fans. Um, you know, mm. these like five year plan about um, Champions you know, League, Champions yeah. League, and top four challenges, and you know they've been spending spending monies on the play, you know, money on the players, you know, with the likes of Dimitri Payet coming in, but he didn't want to stay. You know, Arnautovic coming in, Felipe Anderson, you know, these kind of yeah. names that are like top six squad caliber players. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you know, you look you look at the likes of Declan Rice and you see him and you think, 
um, this season. Maybe he doesn't look like that 50 million prospects that everybody said that he was going to be. Mm-hmm. And you look at the Lanzinis that, you know, I know Andy was a big fan of Manuel Lanzini at one point, mm-hmm. saying that he, you know, he could possibly be like, you know, fitting fit into the, to the replacement. Living. Exactly, exactly. So I think a lot of blame has been, and I don't think there's been much focus on that since in this discussion yet, but with Pellegrini, I think, Pellegrini and, and the director of football, I think his name is like Husselos or something. Um, the, the former director of football has to take a lot of the blame for, for what's gone, out, gone on at West Ham because he's, um, I was doing a bit of reading earlier, he's over, he oversaw, um, you know, a lot of the signings that have come in recently, like the, the Hallers, I think it's over a hundred millions worth of worth of signings. But do you not think it's the ma- I don't do you not think it's the match? Because they've had good signings, they've had good players. I mean, let's let's take the 2015-16, for example, where they finished seventh basically. And mm. they finished above Liverpool, who finished eighth, and they finished above Chelsea, who finished tenth that season. The following season on was Chelsea won the league. Um and yeah, they finished eleventh, so they never mm-hmm. carried on from that particular momentum. Payet was still there as well for 2016-17, so he was there for two seasons. Why have they not kicked on? But I mean, should I mean, they should they really be promising those kind of things to their fans, <clears throat> like for top four, you know, top four finishes, etc.? I think you know. I mean, with the was investments and all that. Um, I mean, you have to, if you want to get fans coming and paying the tickets, you have to like sell something to them and you have to go buy these players. But the problem is, and I keep, I think you have to look at teams who have done it, like the Wolves and the Sheffield, you need a strategy. You need to think, okay, let's build, let's build a team. And I don't think West Ham has, I think they've just gone out to buy players who like names, but they they haven't built a team around those names. I I agree. Sounds familiar a lot um, because, um, (laughs) yeah, just to continue on from what Shalom has just said, I agree with that 100%. So obviously they finished uh, seventh, like you said, in the 2015-2016 season, Andy. Um, They then moved to um, the Olympic Stadium. They've been kind of, they finished 11th, they finished 13th, they finished 10th. And to be honest, it it just seems as if um, the ownership is kind of satisfied. They've not really kicked on. They, They made the Europa League after they finished seventh, you know. And since then, We've not really heard of West Ham in um, in Europe, so I am um, I followed the uh, I, w- I actually honestly would consider West Ham my uh, my second team. Whenever whenever they're playing in the Premier League, whenever Arsenal's not on, they're always the team I follow. So I actually followed their their Twitter account, and um, pretty much under every post you can go, you can go and see for yourself. They have um, one fan or the other saying Sullivan out, Gold out. There's been a a big strain between the fans. And, um, the the, and, and the ownership for a long time. Every three or four months, you, you'll even see like, articles saying the same things that mm-hmm. West Ham fans are not happy about the management. They're not happy with the, the promises that um, the promises and what's being kind of like you're kind of seeing on the pitch. So, yeah, I mean, they're, they're not in a good way. And ownership at the moment, they, from finishing seventh to going to 11th, 13th, and 10th, they seem pretty content with just being mid table fodder. They don't really seem like they're. So it's weird though, because but, but I guess I guess the bigger question, the bigger the big, bigger issue is that it's really hard for London teams out there. Let's be true, London teams are not pulling their way. That's actually the bigger conversation to be had. Why aren't London teams but I don't, pulling their way? I don't understand. Like I think it's weird, yeah, because when when we talk about West Ham, it sounds quite similar to a certain team up north that um, I won't mention now. But um, <laughs> basically, like. It's weird because we're saying that like the decisions from like the hierarchy uh, have been the issue, but 
but from like the outside in, obviously, I don't really. Fo- I can't say I follow West Ham very, very strongly. But like, from from what I look at, they 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 brought in like they to move up a level. You'd assume they'd bring in high profile managers to do so. Like they haven't brought in bums. They brought in good managers and they've invested into their squad. Like from the outside in, I'm like, what else can the this is me just um, sparking a dialogue, by the way. But like, what else can the, the board do? Like, why is it that the board are the problem when they've they've just brought the but managers they've in? Made, they've made mistakes, man. Like, in, I think absolutely. They simply they've, made... they've not signed quality, really top quality players since mm. Payet, really. I Haven't mean, they? They've let, like they've Felipe let, Anderson. Haller, Sebastian I mean, okay. Haller. They've is got something good players. But then, like, then, no, they, Haller, then they brought Haller's, in that keeper. Flop. They brought Alice in that keeper, didn't they? That keeper that they've now loaned oh, out. Oh, yeah. Who was Pellegrini, yeah. Pellegrini was like, I lost my job because horrible. of him. <laughs> yeah, but <laughs> oh, yeah, he no, kept yeah, starting yeah. him. He kept starting yeah, yeah, him. No, yeah, yeah. The, the they Fabianski was injured, wasn't he? Yeah, and but they had another option, I believe. Mm. They had another Man option. Love. Yeah. They had another option, yeah, but they kept starting him. But, but, but Prez, yeah. the thing is, you, you will make mistakes when you're trying to, you know, yeah, of course, like the top. You will make mistakes. But I think what consecutively, game after game, like... Drop him. I think Drop what less what less West Ham lacks is just resilience. You need to be resilient in times like this. You need to just keep pushing on, and eventually it breaks for you. But they lack that, and you, that's the big question. How do you find resilience? You just keep going. But clearly, that also we cannot we can blame the owners, but players have to, they do have they do have to take ownership. Yeah, they have to take ownership. Though, I know it's kind of like an easy out, but not even an easy out such, but. I think like it's kind of almost cliched, but like other than um, Noble and and Rice, uh, like they haven't got like play. They got a lot of signings that like I feel like a lot of their players are like just happy to be in London, happy to be getting their wage. Like not very like like inclusive into the club. If you, if you get what I'm saying, like yeah, yeah. they've got a lot of players that are just are very passenger like. Well. Yeah. Mark like, Noble. Other than Mark Noble and Declan Rice, who are like I think they're they're born and but like, yeah, because yeah, like, on yeah. his day, like, what's his name? Um, Angelo Bonner is a very, is a yeah, non defensive good player. players. Like, that yeah, young I'm, guy, do you remember last season? Like, he's, hey, a, yeah, him. he's a player, he's a good player. Like, but like, he's just making stupid decisions at the high. Would he be doing the same decisions at the highest level? I don't know. Like, has he got the pressure that like needed to for him to? At West Ham, I feel like they haven't got a lot of pressure on their players to deliver week in, week out. I like, I agree with that hundred percent. I mean, you you look at um you look at like a Sheffield United and you look at a Wolves, yep. Sheffield United especially. Humble. You look at that sort of team, you, you can tell that all eleven players will die for each other. Do you know what I mean? Humble, like but run. Yeah. You look at you look at, you look at you look at West Ham, and I mean, Felipe Anderson, obviously. Well, I mean, I, I I don't want I don't want exactly I don't want to say flop because he had a great first season, but he's got one goal this season mm. and. He's just looked out of sorts, to be completely honest. I think Haller's a flop, personally. I don't think yeah, Haller yeah, has... He's, um, he's dry. He's not been as good but as... he's not dry, <laughs> That's the thing, yeah. He there. was a big signing. I, I think with Sheffield and Wolves, you get the feeling that they're just happy to play to be in the Premier League. They're like, okay, we're here now. Let's, let's show but up. The thing with Wolves, West you, see, you, see just... the thing, you see the thing with Wolves and the recruitment is smart because they've got a Portuguese manager... And exactly. Portuguese owners and the majority of the players are Portuguese. Portuguese. So they all mm. like to be with each other, like to play with each other. So yeah. that one, yeah. With, They've with got West a philosophy. Ham, yeah. With West Ham, it's all bunch of randomers. You've got Snodgrass, a Scotsman. You've got... A calamitous oh. goalkeeper that they kept starting. I, I, can't, I can't get over that, man. Yeah, <laughs> he, he, he was crazy. He was a good, he's a good keeper. He's That'd a Sunday good. league keeper, man. Good but yeah, so, what's the, so the last question that I wanted to ask you guys, so um, because obviously... Um, all of you have been watching the Premier League probably longer than I have. 
Um, so is West Ham actually a big team or not, or is it yeah. just literally a table club? Uh, West Ham, uh, to like Kaya Short, basically should be in the Premier League every season, whether or not they finish, whether they finish, um, you know, like just outside of the relegation, whatever, they should be in the Premier League. Mm. Yeah, uh, I mean, if you look at the history of the players they've produced, mm. do you know what I mean? Uh, we've got the Rios, we've got Joe Cole, uh, Frank Lampard, you know, Jermaine Defoe. We've got a lot of players that have come from here um, in the system. So it would be a shame to just see them crumble and go down. Yeah, yeah. But this, but this is the issue, though. This is this is why West Ham are in this this predicament. They yeah. think they're supposed to be in the Premier League. Nah, you have to you have to want it, and that's the issue. They don't want it. They think okay, we we have we have the right to be in the Premier League, and that's where and that's their problem. They need yeah. that hunger, that fire, and that's the problem. So I, I don't I don't agree. I agree. I think they need to get relegated and they need to start from <laughs> scratch. That's what that's, that's the thing. But basically, if they get um, relegated, right? You know, like they're obviously currently paying for the London Stadium. Um, and and the the P is basically halves um, for them. So everything that they get now from the Premier League, everything is gonna like basically go half and. Bro, I don't then think they'll be able to. That's their that's your problem because that they need they need they need they need something to kick it kick him off. They need yeah. to think, okay, we need to do what or we are. This club is going broke. Yeah. And if you think like that, you think, okay, I need to be ruthless. Let me get a better like sporting director or something like that. Like, let's be ruthless because we can't afford. When you start thinking, I can't afford to do this, then you start being smart with it. Mm. Right now, they're just thinking, yeah, we can do it. If we, if we if we don't get relegated, then we're fine. But that's the problem. It all circles back to that the, the point that they are very relaxed and nothing is happening. But you man, um, it's 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 close, man. Like literally between fifteenth and West Ham, who are eighteenth, is three points. Yeah. Which is Brighton, Bournemouth, Aston Villa are twenty five points. Bournemouth twenty six. So there's not much in the really same predicament, but West Ham with that squad on paper should, it shouldn't be down there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. yeah, that's yeah. Point as well. All right, let's move randomers, boy. Let's move on then. Um, let's just skip. I'm um, quickly go on to the hot take of the week. Um, <laughs> this week, a lot has been said in our personal group chat. He's been chatting shit. A lot of hot takes. A lot of um, <laughs> shit chatting. Um, I won't talk too much because I know already where this is going. So, guys, <laughs> certain man who brought, who brought the hot take of the week. Certain man said to <laughs> me, like, and he's gonna try to tell me that, oh yeah, he misread it, we he misheard what I said. But certain man tried to say to me, Van Dyke's season last year would have merited them him finishing second in the, um, the 2008 Ballon d'Or nominees list. I lost my head because that season, Ronaldo, Ronaldo the Goat won the Ballon d'Or. Yeah. I, I believe Messi finished second. And like, Kaka. And, then, and then basically all of the, like, I think the World Cup winners or the Euro winners from Spain finished like respectively below. And he's trying to tell me that Van Dyke would have been... <laughs> and I just don't understand. So I, just, I, I just want to be on, on record. I just want to be on record to say I definitely misread that. Uh, I, I was because we was already having a heated conversation. I was just da, 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 da. I misread it. I, I he said yes. Know. That's what he I said. I know. I know. I know. I misread it. I misread it. I didn't. Obviously, Ronaldo deserved the 2008 Ballon d'Or by mm. far. Mm. Um, Van Probably Dijk, his best season, and that's it. Yeah. yeah, yeah. 
Yeah, I think so. Well. His yeah, best season. Like, his best season ever. Still. I think perform like as in performance wise, Prez. Uh, um, no, don't even, don't even, don't even, don't even justify, man. Just what his goals produced, you could argue that. Yeah, no, but that's what I'm saying. Even, like, the, even, bruv, do you remember? Um, <laughs> let's just do a quick Ronaldo. Let's give Ronaldo some love here, man. But do you remember that goal against Arsenal? <laughs> I saw that goal again, you the know, that free attack. kick. No, 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 the free kick. kick. Oh, <laughs> the, one, the one that, that got guy, speed I, somehow. I, I, oh <laughs> that blue kick. That, that blue yeah, kick. Yeah, yeah, the blue kick. Gathered <laughs> speed in the air. That, that goal is so disrespectful, man. He should that, that was the game, yeah. Remember the game, like, where I think Sky done an advert, yeah, and they, they took out the United players, but, like, mm. the ball was moving, like, and then that was the one we done, like, four pass counter-attack, and, we, and I think... Was it Nani? Ronaldo finished it off. Park. No, no, it was Ronaldo who finished it off, I think. Oh, yeah, Ronaldo, yeah, Ronaldo bagged yeah. it, yeah. But Bruni and then, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, obviously, I've made a, not, a, lot, a lot more of hot takes. I also said, like, um, <laughs> that didn't go down well. I also said that... Um, Matthijs the Ligt is um, in the Vidic mode. Crazy. Uh, because we were having a big Nemanja Vidic argument, but we won't no. do that now. But I just said Matthijs the Ligt um, reminds me of Vidic. Some point, and, the some reason, point, yeah. and the reason why I said that is because um, the, the way they defend in terms of their aggression, in terms of their, uh, their rashness, um, I think is very similar. Matthijs the Ligt um, plays like that as well. Of course, I know that Matthijs the Ligt is also... Molded into a modern day footballer, he, he, he is a modern day footballer. Now, big. listen, I listen. He can pass <laughs> the ball well, he can um, play, he plays out from the back, he does all that. But big, at the bro. same time, Matthijs de Ligt is very rash, and I think like people, um, oh, the vast majority of you guys only seen Matthijs de Ligt in the Champions League. No. And this, uh, yes. No. Plus, <laughs> plus, sure, plus, yes, plus, 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 Reminds me of Vidic. Andrew, Andrew, Andrew. Oh, Shall I tell you why God. that is? Because you know, because you know, like, okay, let me just name a player out of the blue. Eric Bailly, yeah? mm. That's literally the two attributes that we say he has. Are you going to say that him and Vidic are similar too? Like, the two attributes you're saying that are very similar in Delit and the Vidic are just, aggression and rashness. I'm just explaining why I said that, man. That, you know, I, I, can, like, I, can, I can admit I'm wrong in it, but I'm just That's like 70% of, like, centre-backs these days. That's why they're not at the level required, like, because they're mm. rational and they're, like, come on, bro. Like, Come on, they're, they're that polar opposites. It's a wild like, shout, if I'm honest. Polar opposites. So, but so I see why you said ex- it. Explain the polar opposite, though, then. Bro, like, De Ligt is a ball-playing centre-back, mm. yeah? Hence the reason why he's got the, he's got the fly. Like, he's, the only reason why you're comparing them is because they're big. Like, I guarantee you, if, if, De, if De Ligt had a smaller oh, frame or shorter, you would never even have that comparison. Nah, simply I, think the, the, I think my main comparison is, is just the, the, the rashness, because they're, they're very... Matthijs Delic is also a very rash player. But he loves the ball. Lot... He's not necessarily composed, like let's say, like uh, in a national team like Van Dijk. Van Dijk is the composed one, and Delic is the one that sweeps get, up and moves the ball away. And I this is why I said he reminds me of rashness is a trait of, of many, most many other yeah, players. Like, you know what I mean? Like, it's not like most. you can't compare him to. Nah, Bidic but in terms that. of defending, in terms, I'm just saying that's what reminded me of. I'm just justifying what Fair I said. Enough. It doesn't have to be right, but that's what I'm saying. That's why it was a hot take. Yeah, boy, I'm ta- I'm taking it on the chin. Big hot take, but um, you know, I know I know how to explain myself in these kind of things. Okay, so let's just close the show. Um, has anyone does anyone want to take shots at the bar? No, of no course, shots for me this no week. shots. I always have a shot every week, man. Without <laughs> fail, without fail. I was just uh, obviously watching the uh, 
the Arsenal game today and mm. it's, I'm just still not understanding how Mustafi and Shaka <laughs> are, are in the Arsenal team. Like for me, like, I, agree. So I, 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 play, um, I play in the Saturday league um, every week consistently and I see, I, see, I see players in the centre midfield. I play against players that I would con- honestly consider better than Shaka and that's no bias, honestly. Shaka is the sort of player I would consider. You know what I call Shaka? I call Shaka a player that he passes the ball into areas. He doesn't actually ever aim, aim to try and hit. hit no, he doesn't. He's, I mean, and at the top level, it, it makes no sense to me. Like, I, just, I, don't, I honestly do not understand what these current Arsenal managers see in Shaka that he gets to start every week. And to be honest, that's probably part, part of the problems Arsenal are having. Do you know what I mean? Like, they think Shaka can be reinvented. Like, I mean, you cannot turn sour milk fresh again. I mean, it's as simple as that. <laughs> So for me, yo, Tosin, I'll take your Ali Hoop man on this one, and and I'll and then put it, <laughs> and I'll say, listen, yeah, listen, like as for Jacker, you think okay, he's a left footed player. You think okay, like what do as a left footed player do do the best with your left foot? But he he doesn't. You know what I mean? He doesn't. Like he's so one dimensional, it hurts. Like if I'm closing Jacker down, I know how to get the ball from him. And that's annoying. As a player who played in, plays in midfield, that is, that is annoying. Lads, you know lads, the these are shots. We're not chugging pints at the bar, yeah? yeah but <laughs> I'm, 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 I'm chucking shot, tequilas, boy. I'm chucking tequilas. <laughs> Any more shots? What's that, sorry? Any more shots? No, no shots. I've, no, I've got a shot. I've got a shot. Um, just based on, on the, the West Ham discussion, I think they just need to focus on damage limitations and stay up. Mm. I think that should be their, their biggest concern right now. Go again. Of everything else. Yeah, I go. agree, because if they go down this season, I don't think they're in the shape right now to go straight back up. No, no. it would be a disaster, yeah. man. No disaster. Looking, They'll do a Leeds, man. They'll be in the jungle forever, man. They're not looking good <laughs> at all. So, yeah, yeah, I don't know. Good shout. I've got a shot as well, man. Um, just a young one. Um, I think justice needs to be served in regards to this, man. City thing. Premier League, UEFA, Court of Arbitration of Sport, do your thing, punish them as they should be. We don't like cheaters in this game. Um, <laughs> they robbed us potentially from Steven Gerrard's first Premier League. Um, and my first Premier League was heartbreak all across the board. So I'd fucking love it <laughs> if, this, <laughs> if the points were deducted from that season. And obviously Gerrard can claim his medal. So wait, is that actually a thing? That would be shameless, but story for another day. That's my <laughs> shot. <laughs> Thank you very much, guys, for listening to episode four of uh, Pod. You can catch us um, on Twitter, Varbar Podcast, and you can catch us on Instagram on Varbar Pod. Um, thank you for listening. Catch us next week again. Let's go. Peace. 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 Hey, Kyle.